Hey there, A-Holes, and welcome back to another episode of A-Hole Design Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Elise. And today we are finally getting back on track. We have taken a week off. We have recouped. We have have. not rested, but we (laughs) are. Not at all. We're in a better place than we were last week. We could say that for sure. Last weekend, we were both like, oh, no, it's not going to happen this week. And that's okay. It's okay. We'd rather like make a good episode than nothing. And also we're just brainstorming different things. And when this comes out, we should have already released at least one short topic. We're kind of trying out Instagram at Reels and TikTok. Um, trying to just do like mini topics that we don't think are worth an entire episode. Not worth, but mm-hmm. like we can't make an entire episode because then it would be like the shortest episode ever. So we're kind yeah. of just doing shorts for the, yeah, there are a lot of the use of the word short, but for the short form content mm-hmm. on those platforms. And so you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at A Whole Design Podcast. I think actually. Mm-hmm. On TikTok, it's just a whole design pod because you can't have a username like long that long. So I think it's just a whole design pod. Okay. Yeah. Either way, if you but, start typing it, it'll come up. <laughs> but we're really excited about it. We've actually just spent some time, actually a lot of time, figuring out how to do it and starting yeah. to record them. And we're really excited about them. So I think this is going to be a really fun new thing for us mm. and hopefully for you guys too. So spread the word, if you will. But we have been absent, uh, so Elise and I haven't recorded, I don't think, in about three weeks. Oh, yeah. So we have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, we do. And where uh, where do we start? Who do we start with? You can go first if you want. You want me to go first? Okay. Yeah. I, let's see. So we recorded then. Okay. So I have three weekends to cover. So three weekends ago, I was in Maine, which was really, really fun. I, let's see, I flew home on a Thursday night, worked from home on Friday, and then Mm -hmm. drove up to the mountains and went skiing Friday, sorry, Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday, we got a snowstorm. We got about a foot of snow, I think, and it was so much fun. We were actually, so the morning we were driving up to the mountain we we're going up the access road, which usually takes about 10 minutes to go up the access road to the mountain. And we hit like we were driving down the road, probably two minutes down the road, maybe three minutes down the road. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. all of us are stopped. And we're like, this is weird. We're creeping along. We're like, oh, it's just parking. It's busy. A lot of people because of the snow because yeah. it had already been snowing for a few hours. So there was already like three or four inches of snow on the ground. And so we get going, we're moving, all of a sudden we're stopped at the bottom of this hill. We're realizing everyone's spinning out on this hill, like going into the snow banks on either side, like no one can get up this hill. Oh my gosh. So it gets to be our turn and a couple people have made it up and my mom's like, no, we got this, we got this. And we just start (laughs) going and we end up making it up the hill, but we almost hit a bus in the process or the bus almost hit us. Uh, going down the hill allegedly allegedly <laughs> and they finally like as we were like at the top of the hill a plow truck was coming over to plow it out but there was it was nuts and then we oh got up God. to the mountain and it was a really good day of skiing it was a really hard day of skiing especially since i haven't skied i skied i think once or twice last year but i haven't skied like well and hard for a few years i think really since 
high school or maybe my freshman year of college. I haven't. Was the photo smell like soft or hard? Yeah, it was powder. Okay, it was powder. Good. So I'm it was like out good. west skiing on the east. Yeah, it was really good. Okay. It was really fun. The end of the day, I could not walk. I was so sore. It was it was a lot. It was painful, yeah. but it was really, really fun. And then Sunday, it was a really great day of skiing too. We it was a bluebird day in the morning and then it clouded up in the afternoon. But it was all groomed powder and it was just, just so do you sk- so- ski for like the full day, like outside you're like do you eat lunch yeah so we'll go up to the mountain i think we got there both days at about 8 30 skied until 11 we went in and got oh, wow. lunch in the lodge and then went back out and skied until like two or three wow okay so it wasn't like a full full day but um it was a good portion of the day yeah hmm but we were Dang. also waiting in a lot of lines because it was so busy. Right. So Did you see was... anyone from like that you knew? I didn't. I was actually very surprised. Um oh, I did not see anyone that I knew. My sister knew someone who was there at the same time as us and realized after we oh. left, like one of her high school friends, but Yeah. No. There Does Matt like I didn't see anyone? He will like skiing. <laughs> He's <laughs> been He's been with me once last year. Okay. Last year? Yeah, last year. And last year. It was the last day of 2021. Okay. So it's not technically last year, but it was last winter. And I don't know that he feels encouraged to go back to go skiing, but I think that he will because he knows how much it would mean to me. So we'll see. Well, he's listening. To I hope this. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, yeah. Let's see. And then, well, so that was two weekends ago, three weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Last weekend was the ACC tournament for men's college basketball, and I ended up going to both the semifinal game and the championship game for Duke, which was super super fun. Mm-hmm. Duke has since uh, failed their way out of the NCAA tournament, which is really sad. And that was a really sad game to watch. But uh, the ACC tournament was really fun and they won and it's the coach's rookie year. So it just made that all the better. And they did really well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of it's a very young team, a very rookie team and a rookie coach. So it all just like them winning was like icing on the cake for the whole season. It was so great. Yeah. So much fun. And then this weekend we are recording on Sunday. So this weekend my grandmother came to visit us and she spent the night and she got to see our apartment. We went out to dinner. We played a lot of cards. Aww. It was really fun. I <laughs> insanely deep cleaned the apartment because she was coming and yeah. it was definitely necessary. Um, so I'm really glad that she came and almost had made me do that. Like I had, I felt like I had to do it. Yeah. So yeah, it was really fun. But I yeah, no, am exhausted good. now. Yeah, that makes sense. And the next, I would say the next month, we have so much going on still every weekend that I'm just like. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what I'm. So we're actually gonna sleep, have to start podcasting, batching, ba- podcasting yeah. Wednesdays and batching. Perfect, amazing. Yep, we're gonna have to start our schedule up hard again. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. All right, that's all of my catch up though. 
So yay. Um, I know we miss yeah. you guys. It's been like a long I time. Oh, it's been a while. It feels weird, but yeah, all right, crazy. you miss thing. She's she's got lots to tell us about. This is true. I'm officially in my new apartment. Yay! Yay! Because yeah, I haven't recorded in this apartment yet. So mm-hmm. behind me is my apartment. <laughs> is How are the room. vibes? It's our office. It's um <laughs> pretty blank in this room. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Lorenzo has to get some of his gaming like memorabilia and like uh, figurines and stuff to decorate. Are his you house. gonna split the office and like decorate half and half, or uh, are you gonna decorate it all in gaming stuff? Whatever, whatever he wants. I really don't care about really? the office that much. I don't like the most I spend is what like the most time I spend in the office is when we're podcasting. What if you have to do a Zoom call or something? Because then your background's all gaming stuff. True, but I think he would he would pretty much like stick it to his like the one wall that you can't really see, like that one. And mm-hmm. then this back one though with the cl- uh, where's my pointing finger? Like that back one with the closet. I don't think any we would decorate. Maybe I'd put like a few frames and stuff. I have a lot of decor that I want to put up, but I just kind of on the ground in this room right now because I don't know where I want to hang everything, and I need to print uh-huh. photos as well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. stuff like that and we need a few more furniture pieces we're officially getting nightstands tuesday so hey. we've been like two and a half weeks without nightstands did you get them on like wayfair or something we got them on amazon actually and yeah. they're the similar color to my dresser and i will paint both <laughs> this summer because i want to paint the dresser and i want to paint the two nightstands that'll be and then my idea is that the nightstand like drawer has the rattan in the middle Mm. and i want to take that out or use that but then put cut like um a sample of wallpaper a cute wallpaper sample Mm -hmm. and cut it to that size and then put that on the front and paint like a color that would either contrast or match it Mm. so that it's super cute options yeah so i'm kind of wanting to paint it and put in a wallpaper sample and maybe even do two different wallpaper samples in mine and Lorenzo's drawers or the same pattern but different weight colors mm. colorways not weight colors colorways for each of us <laughs> so yeah. I think that would be cute but you know to be determined if I actually do it but that's my idea mm-hmm. that's fun and last weekend we had so that was like three weeks ago and so then two weekends ago, last weekend, we had a, the only exciting thing was a surprise party for his cousin who turned 30. Yay. He listened to a few episodes of the pod. I don't know if he's an active listener or not. Oh, hello. Hello, friend. So if he's listening and it was funny because he was talking when at the surprise party, it was a bunch of his friends and then family as well. So all his friends are from a college nearby and most of them were asian and i was like oh my gosh i didn't know like all your friends are pretty much asian i feel so at home (laughs) so that was a funny Uh joke and then in his thank you card he was like glad my asian friends made you feel like comfortable oh that's so cute (laughs) not that i actually feel uncomfortable i'm used to like being the only person of color really so not to Mm -hmm. get it twisted but it was a joke it was a joke and so that was last (laughs) weekend this week i closed on a house that was pretty much perfectly in line with it was like perfectly in line with like my one year because i had my Mm -hmm. one year anniversary dinner last night 
with my team lead and everything and her family and then me and Lorenzo. So that was really fun. But the closing was super interesting because it was a um, a couple that I met at an open house for the house that they ended up buying that was for sale and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, my team lead was listing the house. So she asked me um, to do the open house so that I could potentially get us new clients who aren't who go to open houses and aren't represented by an agent yet. Yeah. And just kind of get their information and everything. So that's how I met this couple. So they wanted to put an offer in on the house at the open house. And I was like, okay, are you working with an agent? They said no, or that they were, but they didn't like them. They didn't sign any agreements so that I could, I could take over as their agent Mm -hmm. essentially. So from there, I was pretty much um, their agent, like pretty much solely because my team lead couldn't do both. Um, Mm -hmm. dual agency and stuff so that was kind of cool that was my first experience really doing that side more on my own obviously I asked for a lot of advice and she helped a lot but it was more so like they actually asked me the questions and usually her and I are on the thread with clients and she answers most of the questions Mm -hmm. so it's interesting being kind of the only person they talk to anyways closing happens um and we're about to close. We're doing the final walkthrough, which is about two hours before closing. And they go into the garage and they are upset with a few things that weren't taken away because they were attached to the floor and a few walls in the garage prevent you from actually parking in the garage. Mm-hmm. But the rule of thumb is anything attached to the walls, ceilings, or floors remain unless asked to be removed in like the contract. Yep. And I was like well that was here this entire time through inspections through like the open house and all these things and what I hadn't realized is that they never actually really walked into the garage oh so they never saw what they didn't like so Mm -hmm. that was kind of frustrating but also a learning curve because now I know that if I meet a client at an open house and they want to offer put an offer in at that open for that open house I have to I'm going to have to make a new appointment with them and bring them back to actually make sure they see every part of the house. Mm-hmm. Because I do understand that open houses are hectic and stuff, but that was very interesting because at the closing table, the sellers weren't going to pay for that stuff to be taken away. And then my clients were going to walk away from the deal. So that was a bit stressful. So we had to give them the room for like five minutes and then they decided that they loved the house um, regardless of it like the house was beautiful this and that you know it's like what they want yeah but they're just not happy with the fact that like the garage is the way that it is which I understand well, as well so yeah it was just a very hectic day and I am glad it's over and I'm glad that it perfectly lined up with my one year because now I've actually kind of closed on a house quote like solo yeah by myself Aww. so that's kind of exciting I'm that also excited exciting. to see that paycheck <laughs> <laughs> It won't last. How long so, does it take yeah. from closing, like after closing, to, for you to get paid? Um, it depends on how long your broker takes to cut the checks because I already dropped off the check. Mm-hmm. Um, but I dropped it off Saturday, so she won't be in until Monday. So I probably won't check for until like Thursday, Friday. Gotcha. I probably won't go to the office. So you celebrating then. Friday night? Yeah, I'm hoping. But the thing is, real estate money goes just into my savings. But still. Oh, that's smart. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice to just have. It's nice to see that number go up. 
I know. It's always good to see that. <laughs> so that's all my catch up. And now my throat hurts from talking so much. Your throat that's hurts all. from talking? Oh, take a sip of water. I ran out of water. No. <laughs> Do you want to take it's a okay. break so you can go get some water? No, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> okay. We can continue. Oh, yeah. We never okay. even intro this episode. Not really. <laughs> we just apologized for being chaotic. I mean, always chaotic. Always the chaos. Um, we are comedians. What can we say? We are the comedians. <laughs> so the whole topic that we're talking about this episode, I was going to say this year. Nope. This, this year. episode is side gigs for interior designers. Yes. Or people so, who are interested in design or people who are feeling yeah. creative, need a creative outlet. But things that relate to interior design, design as a whole, and like how right. you can make your hobby into something that is profitable. Yeah. And I'd say you could do this yeah, as anything in the field in general, like as a sales yeah. rep, a decorator, interior designer, architect, or an engineer, because you're kind of like engineers yeah. are so usually like type A, like you don't really have like too much fun in your job. This These would mm-hmm. be more of the fun parts. Don't forget about my construction workers as well. Oh, they true, construction, but they make enough money. They're usually like a union. <laughs> <laughs> usually. Uh, so, do you want to start it off? Or I guess I'll talk about the first one because it's Sure, go me. for it. Oh, yeah, the first, first one's yours. Yeah, the first one's about me anyways. Not about mm-hmm. me, but, you know. Um, I guess it's just a longer tangent on my catch-up. It's about real estate. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Woo! You can listen to and one if, of our old, um, older episodes about real estate. I was going to say, listen so, to our last episode. Was it our last episode? No, on... two episodes ago. Two episodes the ago. The last one was spring cleaning. Uh, yes, two episodes ago, we did an episode fully deep diving into Elisa's real estate lifestyle and yes. side gig. Kind of side So gig. I won't go too much into it, but yeah, that's a good side gig. It's definitely one that's more time consuming than you would think. So I would really look into and listen to that episode to see if it's really something you want to do as a side gig because um, it does kind of take over. But that is mm-hmm. one option. Yes. The next one we have is rendering. And I think this this falls really into my discipline as this is Mm -hmm. mainly what I do with my time at work and maybe it would be good to have my boss on for an episode if she'd be willing because this is kind of what she what she did before Mm -hmm. she came and worked at um, the company we work at but you can freelance any interior design uh, services if you have some sort of background knowledge but Mm-hmm. What she did was she actually had her own, she started her own business and she did renderings for construction companies, for other interior designers, for architects, and she worked with them to produce um, digital visualizations of people's houses, exteriors, show them paint colors, what it looks like. And this yeah. is a whole niche inside of interior design that I feel like really, really isn't talked about, but there's a lot of money there. Yeah, and rendering and takes like so long. It does. It it's a, some people are absolutely astonished when we quote how many hours that things will take, but um it's yeah. it does. It takes a lot of time. Like there's one project I've been working on. I've been modeling the back of their house and this client's house, their back porch, their pool mm-hmm. area and their backyard. 
And I think we are giving them final renderings this coming Friday. So in like six days. And oh. I started this project, I think, four weeks ago. Yeah. And right. it this will be our second pass at renderings, but it takes so much time, especially with if you consider how many projects that you're working on at a time. Like, I think I'm doing like three or four projects right now. Yeah. So this is only one of those, but figuring out the time management portion and there's such a need I think in design and that's where my role comes in in construction a lot is like a lot of people can't read the 2D plans or if you're talking about mm -hmm. it then someone might visualize one thing and someone visualizes something else and there's a big disconnect in between those two yeah ideas and then when it gets to a final product one of them is like this isn't what we talked about but the other person is fully that that's what we talked about. What do you mean? That's not what we talked about. This is exactly what we talked about, but the other person interpreted it differently. So that's where renderings come in and really builds that gap between the two disciplines and the two ideas and make sure that everyone's on the same page before construction and before all of the renovations yeah. or the project starts. So it's a huge, huge tool for a lot of designers, architects, engineers, people mm -hmm. who need to visualize it and see it before they either put the money down or before they build it or so they know yeah. they're building. There's a lot of benefit there. Mm -hmm. One of I the could... places I interned uh, from during mm -hmm. college, they didn't even do renderings in house. They uh, sent all of the SketchUp and Revit files to a different company who rendered um, only did mm -hmm. renderings. Yeah. And then another thing is that I'm doing an apartment project right now where I have different like type layouts, so they're just like mm -hmm. duplicated throughout. But I have to do render interior renderings of each type, so that it can be used for marketing, like how you would see on apartments.com. Yeah, that's so. cool. Yeah, and there's when I say there's a lot of money there for people who are interested or people who are just graduating out of school. Like this is mm -hmm. a huge discipline that needs a lot of help, and it's a place where you can definitely find work whether it's freelancing or through a company. But I know, yeah. at least in my company, I won't say numbers, I guess, but in my company, my the designers, so we're referred to as rendering specialists. The rendering specialists have the highest hourly rate out of everyone in the entire company okay. by a good amount. Mm -hmm. So there is, there is money there for people who want to make money, whether it's on the side or as a full-time job. Yeah. You could make a lot there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it is, yeah, just everything you said, just helping really solidify the design and all that jazz, kind of just bringing it home and selling mm -hmm. it because, again, everyone does kind of like that pretty picture and it's easier yeah, to, like, sell. And then everyone also can show it. Like, doing a rendering for one of the projects I did that wasn't asked for, but I just thought it would be good to the really like solidify, like this is what you want. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they want that rendering. Cause then they are excited to show it to others. And like, this is my yeah. project, like all these things. So definitely does help because I know some firms don't really do renderings. And I do mm -hmm. think that it would help selling more of their projects. Yeah. Um, We've to been get doing. Done. Yeah, for sure. Easily. We've been doing research recently on like benefits of renderings and way to sell renderings to clients because they are expensive. So you do need to have the right client with the right budget who wants it. But 
one thing that we've discovered and we found is that people who get renderings done prior to their project starting actually reduce their time their project timeline by about 30% because there's no changes midway through the project and they know mm. what they're getting so they're not consistently being nosy and the project manager knows exactly what's happening the people who are building the place know exactly what's happening and exactly what it's supposed to look like and it costs more money up front but it creates less stress and way less errors or problems down the line so it gives you more reassurance up front mm -hmm. it's kind sense. of a cool yeah it's really fun also plug for my job be a renderer it's so much fun it's true i feel like time just goes by way faster it does it's so much fun and mm -hmm. that brings us on to our next one which would be space planning so this would be again probably more residential no one would really ask for like commercial with side gigs for this but again family friends or just people again if you take up real estate and then you want if people ask you about space planning questions this would be kind of a segue into that as well mm -hmm. but for space planning and or if you do renderings you can say oh i saw in your plan you had this like i think for space planning wise like this might be a better option mm -hmm. they're kind of all these three intertwined a little bit so for space yes. planning just I guess if people want to renovate their house or if they don't know necessarily how to put their furniture for the best feng shui and the flow of everything, uh, just to see how the space would lay out, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like sometimes there's weird walls in houses and they don't know what to do with it or if they should remove it and just kind of giving them options that are mm -hmm. easy to see in either a floor plan and then if they want to do a rendering after that that could be like an additional thing it could be a whole business on the side easily i feel yeah. like also correct me if i'm wrong when people found out when i was in college and when i was going to college when people found out i was going to be interior designer the first per the first thing that anyone ever said to me was oh can you help me design my living room like help me pick out the furniture and stuff yeah did you ever get that yeah, and paint colors, which I and don't the paint really colors, care about. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's so annoying. But that's like the first thing people think of. And I think yeah. that this is something that people think of. They're like, oh, can you help me rearrange this room so it's mm -hmm. better? But there is a huge need for that, especially mm -hmm. since like that's what people assume that we do. And that's what people are asking us to do. But we get annoyed because... Our skill set is different than that, but it's assumed that that's what our skill set is as the name of interior designer. Right. And I think with space so. planning, also another side gig that could kind of branch off of this would be staging. Yeah. Oh, staging is a really good one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you want to stage homes, if you want to stage. Uh, yeah. Also, if there's pop-up shops, if there's mm -hmm. stuff like that. Or... Actually, staging is a huge one. Yeah, staging is a really big one. And then I know locally there is a kind of like a parade of homes, which sounds weird because you mm -hmm. would think that nope, like, we have it too. homes are on floats. But mm -hmm. yeah, you can like look through people's homes that have been designed really well and like our people are really proud of it. And people, local businesses are also incorporated. Like if there's a local artist, they'll feature their art in the homes. If there's, mm -hmm. you know, local, I don't know, olive oil companies or wine companies, they'll display that stuff in the kitchen, stuff like that. So it's yeah. kind of a collaboration throughout the community. But also if you want to get started on staging, you can offer your 
um, services as a stager of those homes. Mm-hmm. Granted, the people who usually put those homes up have them beautifully laid out anyways. But with the addition of all the side businesses and all the local or not side, but all the local businesses that are going into the house that would be obviously not um, in their home regularly. You could help with yeah. the staging of those items. Yeah. As well. So there's, yeah, so real estate, there's like show, I would call that like show staging almost. Mm -hmm. Um, Photography staging too for any company that maybe doesn't have an interior designer, but they want to take pictures, say a construction company wants to take pictures of a home that they've just finished, but they need it staged so that the pictures come out great. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's also, I can't remember the other one that I was just thinking of. Oh no. It'll come back to me at some point. Or it won't. It probably won't. It's okay. But I forget. I say for retail Wait. too, like product display. Yeah, product display marketing. is a good one. Mm-hmm. I have a, a friend who did that. He loved mm-hmm. it. He actually, I think he had a background in interior design and he did um, he did display, retail display, and he loved it. I think it's a smart uh, side gig to do because it's really, yeah, just really purely creative and there's not anything with the other ones. There's things that could be more negative, I guess, because real estate, you could get in trouble rendering. It's like, oh, well, that's really time consuming. And it is space planning. If they don't end up liking the space plan that you do, it's like, oh, shoot. But staging, there's not really too much risk. You can move mm-hmm. whatever and to make it look better. Yeah. I think that one's a really just like purely creative, fun one. Yeah, that one is definitely fun. You'd have to have space to store stuff, I will say. Mm-hmm. Or you'd have to know people to be able to rent stuff. Yeah. But I'm sure that that would come with time. And Yeah, yeah, for sure. As you get going. But our next one, which kind of is a extension, honestly, of space planning and what we were just talking about, is mm-hmm. picking the FF&E for the space, which is the furniture, fixtures, and... In- equipment yep for the space and so picking paint swatches picking furniture picking fabrics and having someone help or helping someone piece together a room choosing the floor color making sure it all Mm -hmm. matches based off of a certain style or based off of a certain aesthetic just making sure that everything is collectively collaborative and matches and and the durability of different materials, there. all that mm-hmm. stuff. Fire also, it would stuff. incorporate like mood boards, which are super fun. Yeah. So that's more decorative, definitely, mm-hmm. but still is really fun to do and very creative. If you're looking for a very creative outlet after work, this is yeah. something you could definitely freelance in very easily. Mm-hmm. Because some people don't even want people to pick out everything. They just want help with the color palette. Like if one person... Say if you're working with a couple, one person really likes neutrals and beiges and one person really likes pops of color and neon pink and stuff like that. How do you merge the two? Well, that's where you could step in and be like, okay, here's color palettes that I would recommend based off of that. And they don't even need you to pick out the cabinets or they don't need you to pick out the furniture. They can take that color palette. And so it's really, there's lots of different ways. Yeah, you could do that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next one would be digital creations in Canva, Photoshop, anything like that, InDesign, Illustrator, any of those programs. I personally, ever since after graduating 
been ever since after ever since graduating <laughs> college i do not pay for any of the adobe programs i use canva which i pay i think 120 for a year subscription so definitely better than all of the other programs and i can do a lot with it and they do have a lot of templates that are really nice to use as well so i use it for marketing and real estate and also the podcast so that is something that i think you could use and also with etsy just selling artwork if you make different art or you could make different invitations different you know i mean people Mm -hmm. want help with all of these things wedding invites party invites baby showers anything like that also like tags or you know thank you notes whatever it is i think that those are super useful what's that called stationary custom stationary yeah stationary or like asking you to be like a bridesmaid things like that like that has skyrocketed Mm -hmm. i know one of my best friends just was invited as a bridesmaid or asked to be a bridesmaid and she i asked her about where the bride got her like box and stuff and and the entire box for like will you be my bridesmaid was made by someone on etsy Aww. She just had to order them and give like the names of the bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. And so something like that is super it. easy. Yeah, that yeah. sounds so fun. So I think that one's fun. And then also you could just design certain things for Etsy. I don't know. Etsy has like so many different avenues that you go down, but that's still creative. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. also where they have some really cool furniture on there. But sometimes I don't know if it's real or if they just bought it on Amazon and then they're selling it for more on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's also people that are just starting out, so it's hard to rely just on reviews. Mm, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our next one we have is flipping, DIYing, and upcycling furniture, fixtures, knickknacks, all of the things. Going to Goodwill, secondhand mm. furniture stores upcycling light fixtures painting reupholstering all of the good stuff lots of this on facebook marketplace and you see it at least was saying on etsy but it's a really fun way to recycle furniture and also not be super wasteful in that right like you're someone's throwing something away after one use it gets repurposed reused they make money off of it I I love watching those videos on Instagram personally. Like I love following those series of people redoing stuff. It's so much fun. Or people find stuff off the side of the road. I have not had any luck with that down here. It is I I've I've been waiting for like something magical to be on the side of the road and it's just not (laughs) happened. It is (laughs) cool. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. At offline at the Aerie store, that's like an extension off of Aerie. Yeah, at the mall I go to, it had a huge giant, a huge giant, please, all my synonyms, but anyways, a ginormous disco ball in the middle of the store. Yes, it does. And I was like, Emily would appreciate this. <laughs> it does. I went to mine recently, too, and it it's so good. Okay, so it's like across the board. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so standard. nice. And I just love their design. Like, so cute. They do have a really good store design. It's very yeah. cute. It's very... Oh. Classy, trendy, versatile. Yeah, vibey. All the beachy vibes. Vibey, if you will. (laughs) 
Uh, anyways, yeah, I love the flipping and upcycling, uh, yes. giving everything a facelift, those videos. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of exactly what I want to do with the dresser. I already changed out the hardware. It's just a painting part. I just can't get there. I just gotta... I know. Hey, dude, at this point, I've had my... I've had my dining room table for three months, and all I've done is... Well, actually, hang on. I've stripped all the legs, but I'm still working on the top of it, and I think I've decided to have to paint it, which is going to take me another probably six months to actually get around to do. So I get it. Maybe we'll end up painting at the same time <laughs> we could we could have a painting party please i'm oh. probably gonna i have to rent or see if lorenzo's dad has a sander and then i was gonna rent one of those spray things from like Lowe's. yeah i think i'm gonna have to sand mine too so i'm gonna have to go buy a sander yeah. yay get one yeah where would you on. sand yours though because we at least have like the outside girl i don't know our driveway oh <laughs> i do not know i'm scared okay. hence oh, why it hasn't happened yet yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so, we're anyways, on our balcony, but we're also on the third floor, so it'll just go on to mm. everyone else's balconies. So, oh, true. And it's also loud. Yeah. So I think we'd have to point. carry the table all the way downstairs and outside. Yeah, I think you would. Uh, uh, -uh. no, not a today problem. Anyways, <laughs> what is the next one? um so like a product rep to product tester so people i've seen this i think more for like amazon and stuff like that but like amazon has product reps and product testers so they'll send you products oh. and they'll send you like i've seen it with like skincare products or clothing items or mm -hmm. i mean amazon has everything under the sun but i've seen it with furniture too people testing out furniture and writing reviews testing out bedside tables and stuff like that it's something that you can sign up for on different websites i think oh that's I cool i think they have it on wayfair too but it's also it's more of an intensive like application process it's not just like you could you do it if you it. wanted to yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it's something that they select selectively mm -hmm. that makes sense <laughs> so it's just a fun one that i thought of like just testing things out writing reviews and getting paid for it which it's almost which like affiliate sounds marketing like a dream. i feel like yeah sounds like a dream honestly yeah true send me free stuff i'll write you reviews just like how i'd want to be a food critic but <laughs> i'm allergic to too many things so. you are it couldn't be. But anyways, the next one is building furniture. And I will elaborate. There is someone on Instagram and TikTok on social media that builds custom furniture for his apartment. And I think it is super cool. It is really and, cool. Um, they these people, not just him, but people like that on social media also just make free templates for the furniture they've built. Or you can mm -hmm. request that they actually build it and like send it to you. Obviously, that costs more than just buying their template and building it yourself. Yeah. But yeah, one of the YouTubers I watch also does that. And she made really cool, like, um, and really simple also, though, just like entry benches, stuff like that, but that are a little bit cooler in design than just like a plank of wood and like two legs, you know? Yeah. Uh, so just stuff like that. I think if you are really handy and especially if you're already in construction as a side job, just building mm -hmm. furniture. And furniture is so expensive, you could totally sell it. And especially if it's like real wood and stained, good quality, painted, yeah, stained, painted or whatever, yeah, mm -hmm, and make for that sure. really cool as a side business as well. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm not, I will not be doing that, but I think that's a cool one. <laughs> Do you remember when pallet furniture was a huge thing, like pallet headboards yes. and pallet, like 
my sister really um, wanted a palette bed for bed. Oh, she did. Me. Yeah, those were honestly they were really cool, and that was a really great way to upcycle the wood. I, I know did. it's just simple. But it's so rough though. Yeah, you have to like yeah. really sand it down to get it smooth because it's such raw wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. And the next one is super exciting, and I would totally commission someone to do this. Yeah, um, drawing or painting people's homes, people's yeah. rooms. And I think actually this one might be a good one for you, Elise, for like housewarming gifts of people yeah, moving that's what into I was their thinking. houses. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at drawing I, or painting, though. <laughs> we've started. Well, you can do it on your iPad. You don't have to physically draw or paint. True, but I think it'd also be cool to do like a blueprint aesthetic. Oh yeah, like, like elevation pretty. of the front. Mm-hmm. That's that what I was kind of really thinking. Cool. I don't know. I think that We've was, started... like, would be super pretty. Yeah, that would be really cool. We started doing it at work actually with a couple of clients who've just finished up really big projects with us. Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers has actually watercolored their facade of their house and done some detail pictures as well. Mm-hmm. And the clients love it so much. They just That's think what it's I'm saying. Like, like if it's such a special home detail, or if they just spent like that much money mm-hmm. on new construction home. Yeah. I mean that much money. I mean you spend that much money buying a home too, but I do think that's mm-hmm. really special. It is. It's really sweet. And it's something that they can take with them forever, especially like you're saying, if it's a first home or a childhood home or Mm -hmm. something that something special happened there. Like I know actually Matt's parents have a I don't know if it's I think it's a drawing of his dad's childhood home in their town, I believe, because they they still live in the same town. And I think I don't know if the house they cha- they've changed it. Oh my gosh, the cutest puppy is walking by my apartment right now. <gasps> I'm so it's, sorry. It's okay. It's a little baby lab. Like, it is a puppy. <gasps> that is a fetus. Oh. <gasps> I love dogs. It's like, stop. That is so cute. Oh. I'm so sorry. I saw this dog the other day, and I did the exact same thing. It is so cute. It has a little floppy tail. See, are you allowed to have dogs? Because we're not. We are. I'm going to cry. Okay. That's why there's so many people outside all the time. (laughs) That's why there's so many people outside all the time. Because so many people have dogs. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That is the cutest. (gasps) That's the cutest puppy. (gasps) Okay, Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Get Uh, on track. So, what was I saying? The next one I'm saying. Oh, wait. Oh, you're not done. (laughs) I have no clue what's happening anymore. I'm you were talking about Matt. how he has a painting of his childhood home because it's changed. He does. It's yeah. changed, I think, or something. But it's like where his, I think his father also grew up there or something. There's something very sentimental about the house. But they still have the picture and it's really pretty and they talk about it. And it's a centerpiece in their house, um, in their family yeah. room. So people cherish those and yes. will pay a lot of money for them or they're really great gifts. Which yeah. people will pay great money for. So if you're interested, mm-hmm. do it. That reminds me though of live paintings at weddings. I love. Oh my gosh, those are. Like I gives off the same done. Vibe. I don't care how much it costs. I'm having it done. Yeah, it is so this one pretty. lady I really love that does them, and I mm-hmm. have seen her prices, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, a little ooh. scary. A little scary. A little scary. Because mm. you have to pay for them to like fly out to you, for them to actually like stay there yeah and then you have to obviously you feed them (laughs) and then to actually do the painting is like five grand 
Yeah. I honestly only five grand for all of it, or the painting is five grand. Like the painting. That's so then you have to do the good. other stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The painting I though, know. I feel like that sounds pretty fair. I know. I love I love well watching those. I think it's so mm-hmm. cool. It is Anyways, really cool. if you're talented like that, that is another side gig option for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one is tutoring in computer programs. So I remember it was hard to learn Revit. It was hard to learn SketchUp. AutoCAD is annoying. So we're not going to talk about AutoCAD. Uh, Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, all of these programs. Oh, especially rendering, like Enscape, Twin Motion is like hard also to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but granted, there's a lot of YouTube videos, but I also think that it would be helpful to tutor. Mm-hmm, for sure. Either college students or people who have been in the field or people who mm-hmm. are learning new software. I honestly, we actually do this at work every week. We have a meeting of all of the rendering specialists. There's three of us right now. And Mm -hmm. we'll have like a group meeting. And at the end of our meeting, we'll watch a YouTube video every single week on a different topic just to educate ourselves. And we always learn something new that we didn't know we could do every single week. And it's, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. You can always learn new things. So I think that was a good idea as well, especially Mm -hmm. if someone just is interested in it. Like maybe they don't want to be like, they're not going to school, but either way, I think that is a good Mm -hmm. thing to learn. Yes. Yeah. And the last one is actually one that I really want to do and I'm planning on doing at some point. I have no clue when I will start this, but I really want to become an adjunct professor at a university near me in interior design and architecture. I don't think I would go so far as to say I do art history necessarily, but something in design that I could work with students and work with people. And I really love teaching and mm-hmm. being with people and talking about interior design hence why we have this podcast because okay. i love talking about it and if you become a professor people. you have to plug the pod please i will they will all listen to it as homework do it It'll honestly homework. say what did we talk about at <laughs> yeah seriously but it would just be a really great way to stay involved and also learn new trends from people who are just coming into the industry who really drive, I think, a lot of things that happen. They have a lot mm-hmm. of influence and I don't think they know that. Yeah. And just be able to talk about my expertise, learn a few things myself even because yeah, Lord knows I don't know everything yet. So. It'd just be a really fun experience, I think, to be able to go back to school in that way and also have other friends from the industry who are professors as well and meet people from different disciplines. And yeah. I don't know. I really love teaching and I have always wanted to go back and teach, which is why I went and got my master's or part of the reason I went and got my master's. So mm-hmm. there is a huge draw for me in that area. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think if I'd yeah. stayed up north and I was still near our old school, I think I would have already been a professor. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Considering someone we else have... we went with, you, you went with, is already one. Yeah, she is. So. Hi, Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. She loves so, the plug. Yeah. She loves it. Mm-hmm. She loves it. Those are all I the things. Also... So social media as much as oh yeah it's hard to we all hate on it 
and we bash on it a little bit too. Although, like, that's what we're doing. But it's this hard because <laughs> the only way to get a podcast out is through social media. It is. So it's like, and do I want to be an influencer? No. No. But do I want our, it, people no. to listen to our podcast and find our podcast? Yes. yes. Therefore, Hence we have the to shorts and the social. TikToks. Hence, yeah. I'm going to have to be doing my makeup more so that I don't look ugly on No, you're beautiful. Media. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> We're both done. We're done. We're done. We're tired. We started mm, podcasting way. three and a half hours ago. Oops. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oops. Lawrence was like, please let me back into the office. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, recap of everything that we would suggest yes. looking into for side gigs. If you're interested in interior design, in architecture, in graphics, anything like that, all of we things. suggest real estate, rendering, rendering side plan, side planning, side planning, side planning, <laughs> side planning. <laughs> uh, picking F F and E's, mm-hmm. Digital creations in Canva, selling artwork, selling stationery, anything like that. Yep. Flipping or DIYing or upcycling furniture from thrift stores, Goodwill, mm-hmm. Facebook Marketplace, all of the places. Yes. Becoming some kind of a product tester or a product rep for a certain company. If you are very good at using tools and with your hands, building furniture would be a good side gig. It'd be so much fun if I could, but I can't. I just can't. (laughs) Drawing or painting people's homes, interiors, exteriors, (laughs) doing any kind of graphic art. Because when you say it like that, I just realize it kind of sounds creepy. Oh, just drawing or painting because they want it. Yeah, like, when they ask, please only if they ask for Stop. it. Or if someone asks for them. <laughs> um, tutoring computer programs, or in computer programs. Mm-hmm. And lastly, becoming an adjunct or professor, or you could even work at a summer camp with kids who are interested in design. Just Oh, yeah, teach. there's, like, little kid architecture yeah. camps and stuff. And design, yeah. Teaching, yeah, any kind of teaching fun. would be so fun. I want you so bad. I want you so bad. Do it. <laughs> I will. You can apply. I've already looked I at jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but those are all of the side hustles, yes. side gigs that we can think of. I'm sure there's many more, but yeah. that's where our minds went to when yep. we were thinking about this topic. Exactly. And so we hope that this is, you know, helpful or if it's just something cool that you wanted to listen to i don't really know how you stumbled across this podcast if it was through the tiktok though i want to know if it was worth I, yeah it. tell us <laughs> tell us uh so follow us on instagram and tiktok at a whole design podcast you can listen to new episodes well, on. every the, wednesday the, tic- on- the tiktok is at a whole design pod at a whole design pod if you start there typing it in though it'll come in um, a whole huh? design pod on TikTok, a whole design podcast on Instagram. Um, new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere you listen, really. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next week, a holes. Bye. Bye.